Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, December 2nd. U.S. equities were mixed and ended near the starting line as investors digested the highly anticipated November labor report, which showed stronger-than-expected job growth. Non-farm payrolls, private sector payrolls, and average hourly earnings all rose more than estimates, while the unemployment rate remained at October's level. The report seemed to temper market expectations for a less aggressive Fed in the near term, as hopes for such intensified earlier in the week after Fed Chair Powell suggested that the central bank could slow the pace of its tightening campaign as early as this month. Treasury yields diverged following the data, and the U.S. dollar dipped, while crude oil prices decreased in choppy trading, and gold pulled back from yesterday's solid rise. Earnings reports continue to trickle in, with Marvell Technology falling short of expectations on both the top and bottom lines and slashing its guidance, while Ulta Beauty trounced the street's forecasts amid soaring same-store sales growth. The labor report dominated today's economic calendar, but next week will introduce some notable releases, including December's producer price index, reads on the services sector, consumer sentiment, and more. Asian stocks finished with broad losses, and European stocks ended mixed, as the global markets search for some clarity on China's latest moves regarding its COVID-related restrictions. The Dow Jones Industrial Average went up 35 points, or 0.1%, to 34,430, while the S&P 500 Index declined 5 points, or 0.1%, to 4,072, and the Nasdaq Composite decreased 21 points, or 0.2%, to 11,462. In moderate volume, 3.9 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.5 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil lost $1.24 to $79.98 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price went down $3.60 to $1,811.60 per ounce, and the dollar index dipped 0.2% to 104.56. Markets ended higher for the week as the Dow Jones Industrial Average increased 0.2%, the S&P 500 gained 1.1%, and the Nasdaq Composite rose 2.1%. In equity news on Friday, Marvell Technology Incorporated, ticker symbol MRVL, reported adjusted third quarter earnings per share of 57 cents below the 59-cent fact-set estimate, as revenues rose 26.9% year-over-year to $1.54 billion, just short of the street's forecast of $1.55 billion. The maker of semiconductors and related technology said reduction in inventories, particularly added storage customers, impacted its near-term results and will affect its outlook. As such, Marvell Technology adjusted fourth quarter earnings per share lower to a range of $0.41 to $0.51 and revenues to be $1.4 billion plus or minus 5%, with the street forecasting $0.62 and $1.61 billion respectively. However, President and Chief Executive Officer Matt Murphy said, quote, Our design win pipeline remains strong, our new cloud-optimized products are starting to ramp, and we are well positioned to navigate the current environment successfully and remain confident in our long-term growth drivers, end quote. 
shares of Marvell Technology declined. Ulta Beauty Incorporated, ticker symbol ULTA, posted adjusted third quarter earnings of $5.34 per share, well above the expected $4.15, as revenues rose 17.2% year-over-year to $2.34 billion, beating expectations for $2.22 billion. Same-store sales rose 14.6% year-over-year, propelled by a 10.7% rise in transactions and a 3.5% increase in average ticket. Ulta Beauty said even as consumers weigh their purchasing decisions amid the current inflationary environment, they are still choosing to spend on beauty, with spending increasing across all income levels. Ulta Beauty said it now sees full-year earnings within a range of $22.60 and $22.90 per share, and revenue for the period of between $9.95 billion and $10 billion, compared to analysts' forecasts of $21.40 per share and $9.77 billion. Shares were slightly lower. As the curtain comes down on the third quarter earnings season, Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders discusses in her article titled Disappearing Act Earnings how earnings weakness is starting to materialize across a broader swath of industries with hits coming from a strong dollar, weaker demand, and aggressive monetary policy. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter at Lizanne Saunders. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Friday, non-farm payrolls rose by 263,000 jobs month-over-month month in November, compared to the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a 200,000 rise, while October's figure was upwardly adjusted at an increase of 284,000 from the initial 261,000. Excluding government hiring and firing, private sector payrolls advanced by 221,000 versus the forecasted rise of 185,000 after increasing by 248,000 in October, revised upward from the preliminarily reported 233,000 gain. The labor force participation rate dipped to 62.1% from October's unrevised 62.2% figure where it was expected to remain. The unemployment rate remained at October's 3.7%, in line with forecasts. The underemployment rate, which includes total unemployed and those employed part-time for economic reasons, along with people who are marginally attached to the labor force, decreased to 6.7% from the prior month's 6.8% rate. Average hourly earnings were up 0.6% month-over-month, above projections for a 0.3% rise, and compared to October's upwardly adjusted 0.5% rise. Compared to last year, wages were 5.1% higher, higher than forecasts of a 4.6% increase, and below October's upwardly adjusted 4.9% rise. Finally, average weekly hours dipped to 34.4 from October's 34.5 rate where it was expected to remain. Inflation and a tight labor market have been driving factors behind the aggressive monetary policy from the Federal Reserve. However, this week Fed Chairman Jerome Powell suggested that the central bank may decelerate the pace of aggressive rate hikes after raising rates by 75 basis points for four straight meetings. 
Schwab's Lizanne Saunders notes in her latest article titled U.S. Outlook, How Many More Times Fed, that Powell, among other Fed officials, has seemingly shifted his attention from the rearview mirror to the windshield. Inflation is a lagging indicator, but the impact of monetary policy changes is in the future. Additionally, as noted in the latest Schwab market perspective, stress cracks, as the Federal Reserve continues to ratchet up the pressure with higher interest rates, cracks are beginning to appear beneath the surface of the U.S. economy. Treasury rates were mixed, as the yield on the two-year note increased four basis points to 4.28%, while the yield on the 10-year note declined four basis points to 3.49%, and the 30-year bond rate fell 10 basis points to 3.54%. In international news on Friday, stocks in Europe ended mixed as the global markets monitored the latest events in China and also digested the hotter-than-expected employment data out of the U.S. Comments from U.S. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell this week gave the markets a boost as he suggested the aggressive pace of monetary policy tightening may decelerate as early as this month. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop CFA, discusses in his article titled Central Banks Stepping Down how central banks seem to be stepping down from aggressive rate hikes and this could lead to a year-end quote-unquote Santa pause rally for stocks. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The euro was mostly unchanged versus the U.S. dollar, and the British pound gained ground against the greenback, while bond yields in the eurozone and U.K. were higher. Economic data in the region showed that import prices in Germany fell, but at a smaller-than-expected rate. Industrial production in France tumbled. Unemployment figures out of Spain came in better than anticipated, and producer prices in the eurozone continued to moderate off-record highs, but remained severely elevated. The UK FTSE 100 index was little changed, and Germany's DAX index gained 0.3%, while France's CAC 40 index decreased 0.2%, Spain's IBEX 35 index and Italy's FTSE MIB index were down 0.3%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.4% lower. Stocks in Asia traded broadly lower, as investors searched for clarity in the latest developments out of China surrounding its COVID-related restrictions. Small changes in the Asian nation's zero-tolerance policy within the last day or so have raised hopes that a broader tempering may be in the offing. State media indicated a relaxation in some of the quarantine rules, while a statement from a government official appeared to downplay the severity of the Omicron variant. Meanwhile, in one of the areas hardest hit by the pandemic, most restaurants and entertainment places will be allowed to gradually open. In his latest article titled Risk for 2023, China Reopening, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes that Chinese officials may be preparing to bring an end to China's zero-COVID policy, but reopening the world's second-largest economy could bring inflationary challenges. The moves come despite more stimulus measures coming from China's government, which has already lowered the reserve requirements for its largest banks and announced further measures to try to help its struggling property market. In light economic news in the region, retail sales in Australia fell in line with forecasts, while consumer prices in South Korea moderated from last month.
Japan's Nikkei 225 index fell 1.6%, with the yen adding to this week's gains versus the U.S. dollar. China's Shanghai Composite Index lost 0.3%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index also shed 0.3%, pairing some of this week's strong rally. Meanwhile, South Korea's Kospi Index dropped 1.8%, Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index declined 0.7%, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index also traded 0.7% to the downside. On the week in review, volatility resumed this week as stocks posted solid gains in the month of November and finished higher on a weekly basis as investors were handed a host of economic data and events to digest. As the holiday shopping season rolled on, investors sifted through Black Friday weekend results with reports suggesting in-store traffic was strong, increasing 2.9% year-over-year per Sensormatic, and Adobe Analytics reporting that Cyber Monday sales hit a record $11.3 billion, which is a 5.3% year-over-year gain. The week also saw the sunset on the third quarter earnings season, with some tertiary reports offering mixed results. The labor market garnered the lion's share of the attention for the week's economic calendar, with the ADP Employment Change Report and the Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, or JOLTS, precursors to November's labor report that showed higher-than-expected job growth. However, the market-moving event of the week was a speech from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, in which he suggested that a less aggressive shift in its right-height campaign could come as soon as its December 14th meeting. Meanwhile, reads on manufacturing activity were less optimistic, with the ISM Manufacturing Index falling into contraction territory for the first time since May 2020, and regional manufacturing reads disappointing. Looking ahead to next week, the economic calendar will offer some key data points that could shape market action. The first look at the November inflation picture will likely take on added interest, particularly with the Fed's December monetary policy decision on the horizon, with the Producer Price Index, or PPI, set to get the ball rolling. Additionally, a read on the services side of the economy via the ISM Services Index and the final S&P Global U.S. Services PMI Index are on tap to round out last month's economic activity. Meanwhile, initial jobless claims for the week ended December 3rd, the MBA Mortgage Applications Index for the week ended December 2nd, the final read on third-quarter non-farm productivity and unit labor costs, October's trade balance, consumer credit, and factory orders are all scheduled for release. And rounding out the docket will be the preliminary University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index for December. The international calendar next week will be headlined by a host of services PMIs from around the globe, while other reports worth a mention include Australia's third quarter GDP, the trade balance and the Reserve Bank of Australia's monetary policy decision, Japan's household income, leading index and third quarter GDP, China's trade figures, CPI, PPI and lending statistics, the Eurozone's retail sales and third quarter GDP, along with German manufacturing orders and industrial production. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, December 2nd.